Welcome to the Inspired Hive podcast, the show to help those of us wearing many business hats and trying to navigate how to make marketing magic and run a thriving business. I would like to start with acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land of which I record this podcast on today, the Gunai Kurnai people. And I pay my respects to elders, past, present and emerging and celebrate the diversity of Aboriginal people and their ongoing culture and connections to the land and waters throughout Australia. I extend that welcome to any Aboriginal or Torres Strait Island people for joining us today. I'm your host, Laura Higgins, Creative Director at The Inspired Hive, small business lover, community-based organisation guru, Gippsland-based, passionate educator and a mentor and mum of two ever-growing boys. My guest today is Susan Davies, the founder of Gap Advisors, an advisory and bookkeeping firm. She's got 20 years of experience working in the sacred art of accounting and Susan helps small to medium enterprises know their numbers and then use the data to drive growth in their business. Welcome, Susan. It's lovely to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. And I know that we're going to start chatting about numbers and how monitoring your numbers, including those marketing numbers, can help you grow your business and what a virtual CFO does. But I would love to start with a fun fact about you. Okay. So I'm one of the, I think it's less than 2% of the population of the world who has actually stepped foot on all seven continents. Oh, my goodness. That is amazing. <laughs> At only 2%. My goodness, I, I think- didn't know that stat. Yeah, it's a very small percentage of the population of the world, yeah, who luckily I got, I've been to Antarctica, so I've, I've got all seven. Wow, that is absolutely amazing. I've, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and so maybe that's where you also found your love for travelling throughout Australia. I'd love for you to let our listeners know about how you go about working as a virtual CFO and also travelling Australia. Yeah, I've taken the whole virtual thing probably to a slightly different level to most people. Um, So I live in a caravan. Um, I was working a a few years ago, I was working and decided to, had the opportunity to work from home and decided that my home was then going to have wheels and move. (laughs) So... (laughs) Like I'm, I'm, I'm lucky. I've spent so many, so many years like working overseas, traveling overseas. Um, I've seen so much of the world, and then I've realised that I've seen very, very little of our own backyard. So I wanted to take the opportunity to actually explore it. Um, so yeah, so live in a caravan and um, travelling around. So currently up in sunny old Darwin, um, in the heatwave. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's my. So I work completely remotely. I don't, I don't think I see any of my clients actually physically. Um, everything's done online, which has its own challenges as well. Yeah, and I suppose certainly with when COVID came, it was something that you're already used to doing. So it was easy for you to go to that particular environment. And I think now even um, as we're coming out of the pandemic, people are getting quite familiar to working in this particular way, which is fantastic. 
Yeah, like before COVID, you know, I had, you know, if I was staying at a caravan park or other people, you know, camped around, they go, geez, you spend a lot of time on your laptop. Like, well, yeah, I'm, I'm working. <laughs> um, and, you know, and it was, it was, it was different. I was like the only one doing it. Um, and now it's not, you know, everyone's like, oh, you work, that's fine. You know? Yes, yes. <laughs> it's completely I, changed. And I think so many people would be quite envious of what you're doing on a daily, monthly, yearly basis. <laughs> And so what I would love to know is how do you go about working remotely and what particular tools do you rely on? Um, some very poor internet service. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is the biggest challenge is actually getting, um, today I've been working completely off the mobile network, um, not having fixed internet. So um, that has completely had its own challenges. I do have a booster, um, which helps, but you know, there's times where I have been to somewhere which advertised that they had mobile reception. Um, so I'm like, great, I'll go there on these particular days because the next place we knew didn't have mobile reception. Um, and it happened to be a time when I had a pay run to do for a client. Um, and when they said they had mobile reception, you basically had to stand on one foot with your tongue poking out <laughs> a particular way and, you know, balance yourself to get a little bit of reception. So made that pay run. I got it done. But it made it quite stressful. <laughs> Lesson learned. Um, but now that Starlink has uh, covered the entire country now, before it wasn't up here, um, we are looking at getting that to make life a bit easier. <laughs> oh, there's a hot tip, Starlink, everybody, if you're wanting to travel Australia. Oh, yeah, excellent. Relying purely on mobile is a bit difficult at times. Yeah, yep, yep. and I certainly know that you've travelled to some quite remote places in different parts of Australia. So, yes, it's certainly something that you need to consider when you're thinking, I'm going to go here. Yeah, and even, you know, like, oh, we're going to go to this spot, but it's, you know, a two-day drive to get there. It's making sure that on that day in between, you know, either planning work around, so it becomes a bit of a logistical juggle. Yes. Um, just you know, And then also the communication with clients to say, look, you know, so set days I've got pay runs and all that sort of stuff, you know, that, that have to be done and then the rest of it's just sort of juggling well you know not today yes. we'll get to it tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> I love that and so talking about tools that you rely on for business what numbers and tools should small businesses be concentrating on to help grow their business oh I love that question and it depends. I know that's a really vague, boring answer, but it really does depend on the type of business you are because, you know, like a service-based business is going to be different for most aspects. It's going to be different to like a, um, a product-based business. So, um, you know, obviously always keep an eye on your turnover. Um, and then what's also, you also got to consider what's important to you. So if you are mm. looking to grow your recurring revenue, looking at you know, number of, a number of your customers, your, your retention rates, um, if you're looking at, you know, if you get paid on a, um, like on a credit basis, so you issue an invoice and then wait to get paid, you know, your debtor days are really important. All those things that, you know, impact your cash flow um, are absolutely important, but there are so many different numbers that you can choose to monitor, but it really does depend on the type of business you are and what goals and what you're trying to achieve. Yes. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And I, I suppose I work with a lot of service-based businesses as well and I know that you do as well so what what's one set of numbers that they should be looking at I usually break them down into so you have your financial numbers 
So you're looking at, you know, your turnover, your gross profit, um, net profit percentages um, from your balance, from your profit and loss. Then on your balance sheet, if there's um, your working capital percentages, well, it's going to depend on the type of business you are as to how important that is. Um, So for those sorts of things. And then I like to split them out into sort of other ones. So other numbers you can look at is like your, your marketing, like your social media numbers. Um, so looking at like your reach, your, you know, these numbers better than I do, yes. <laughs> your engagements, um, you know, your number of followers and like all of that sort of stuff and keeping an eye on that. Um, you've got your website um, analytics numbers and look, but and depending on those, not everything is actually a numeric value. It could be um, like a quantitative value. So like what, yeah. where your, where your traffic is coming from, is it direct? Is it a ref- coming through from a referral source or anything like that? Um, I usually also like to throw on their SEO. So having a look at what your keywords are and, and, and following them each each quarter or each month or quarter or however, you know, the frequency. So you can break it down into a whole bunch of different yes. um, different categories. And I love that you've included some of those marketing numbers as well because uh, I think, as you've said, those numbers are really important to be able to sort of track what you're doing and where you're going month to month is usually what I recommend to my clients so that they can see progress and they know what's working well and they know some things that they might need to go back and revise or maybe some things that they actually need to ditch as well because that might be costing them a lot of time, which does convert to money as well in the long run. So Exactly. So being able to calculate that return on investment and even if you're not paying someone else like yourself to do your social media or anything like that, the time that you spend on there is a cost. Yeah, so, absolutely. So to actually have a look at that, um, one of the other big ones I'm a big I'm a fan of knowing is exactly where your customers are coming from. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. what source yeah. are they coming from? Are they coming mm-hmm. from your social media? Is, is it a referral? Is it um, you know like from another network or yes. how, you know, whatever it is? Knowing exactly where that comes from to be able to calculate that ROI, mm-hmm. so you know where to focus your energies. Yes, absolutely. Oh, my goodness. I love that so much. It's like music to my ears. <laughs> and I also then, like, if somebody else has referred somebody to me as well, I also like to reach out to them and say thank you as well. You know, it's all part of being just a really heart-driven human as well that really cares about the business and the customers that you've got as well. Exactly. So, yeah. Thank you. Um, what one piece of advice or top tip do you have for keeping your momentum? Oh, that's a really good question. And especially I- when you dr- like travel in so many beautiful places, like I can imagine momentum when you're looking at a beautiful tropical beach <laughs> might be difficult. <laughs> Um, I think, and I, it is something I have struggled with, to be perfectly honest, mm. is to keep, you know, like to be able to balance, find that balancing act between, you know, enjoying my surrounds as well as, you know, keeping the business going. Um, it's not always necessarily easiest. So I, I think the whole planning, you know, um, batching stuff up so and planning, um, whilst I'm not the best at it, is definitely... <laughs> is definitely the I I generally find that if things are starting to not you know lose that momentum a bit I realize it's that's the course of that (laughs) yes yes yep 
<laughs> and so what different actions then do you take to get you back on track? Um, usually well, I have a chat. Often it's a chat with, you know, a business coach and get a bit of a kick up the ass. Yep. Um, you know, just a bit of a, a shove back in the right direction. <laughs> it's always a good one. Um, just to, yeah, and just to realign back to what, you, you know, my goals and what I'm trying to achieve, um, trying to stay focused on that and, you know, and reminding myself that if it's not, you know, revenue generating or pushing something that's going to push my business forward, not necessarily something I should be focusing on. Yes, yes. I can go and, I can go and enjoy that beach. <laughs> <laughs> and then come back to it at another convenient time. Love that. <laughs> um, so I would like to end this episode with perhaps a resource or something that you might like to share with our listeners today. Is there anything in particular that you'd like to share? Yep. So I've put together a workbook, which has, I think it was, a, I don't know, I think it lists off about 30 different numbers that you can actually monitor and measure in your business. Um, and then also includes calculations for a bunch of the financial ones. So that, you know, when I'm talking about your inventory days or your debtor days, don't freak out. Um, <laughs> there is a very simple and easy calculation behind it. Um, and I've given that all that information in my, what I call your Know Your Numbers workbook. Oh, I love that. And we will put that Know Your Numbers workbook in the show notes and there will be a link to it as well that people can go and um, get that resource as well. So thank you so much, Susan, and thank you for sharing all of those insights, including some of those good times and perhaps some of those areas that you feel that um, you could improve upon as well. And I think that's always important with any business. We do have our strengths and weaknesses and knowing what they are is super important. So thank you to our listeners as well today. And remember that you can check out the show notes in the episode notes um, where you'll learn more about Susan and find links to those resources that we've mentioned. And if you've got any questions, please reach out to Susan. Um, she is on Instagram, gap underscore advisors, or you can head to her website as well. So that's the end of this week's show. If you enjoyed the show, I would love for you to subscribe and leave a five-star rating or review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to the podcast. Your review will help others find us and learn more about the art and science of gaining confidence and building your business. <laughs>